We are back for another week here at the market. How are you doing today? My name is Willie Badger. We're selling sushi and kimchi at the Alderney Landing Farmer's Market. My table next to me. By the way, our sushi and kimchi is looking great today. Beautiful colors. People jam-packed in the market here on a beautiful Saturday. My neighbor over here is Wenceslas from Mexico. How are you doing, Wentz? Really happy as every weekend here talking with you. Hey, it's great. Hey, we're doing this. We're going to stick to this every week. A little bit of talk about this and that. The food is rolling off the table here. Wonderful kimchi. Beautifully handmade by my wife, Sumia, from Japan. Thank you. I am making it. I am selling it. We are living the downtown lifestyle here. Wentz has beautiful huchul art. Wentz, you have some questions for me today. Yes, Willie. I want to take advantage of your knowledge in many topics related to sports. Well, but recently, Willie, I was reading an essay by Malcolm Gladwell uh, regarding to basketball and how works the strategy in a team. According to Gladwell, a good team in basketball needs one or two superstars and three average players. I have two questions. First, do you agree with that? And second, in which other sports do you see the same phenomenon? That's a very good question because basketball is quite obvious. You know, you got the whole LeBron, or is it now called LeBronto, as he took over Toronto the other day. LeBron is a classic example of one superstar with a bunch of role players, average players backing him up. That doesn't work anymore. It used to work out when he used to do the isolation. LeBron can't win on his own. He did against Toronto, but he's not going to win against Boston in the future. Other teams, LeBron, LeBron is a great example. But if you look back to the famous teams like uh, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, who'd he play with? Uh, Scory Pippen, uh, Horace Grant, Paxson, uh, maybe he was there. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Michael Jordan had a very good team. However, Chicago Bulls couldn't win a championship without Michael Jordan. That is true. Remember Michael Jordan retired, went off to play baseball, didn't do too great with baseball, came back and won some more titles. Michael Jordan had some key players, though. He had Scottie Pittman. He had great defense with, like, Dennis Rodman. And that was wins championship. If you have one superstar and four awesome defenders you're going to win championships if you have two superstars and some awesome defense you're still going to win championship if you have five awesome scorers chances are there's going to be a conflict and they'll self-implode sort of like the uh, Oklahoma City did this year with those superstars playing but is this just like is this just like is it like hockey? Do you think hockey and basketball have the same strategy that Malcolm Gladwell stated, that it takes one superstar? I think that will be a good question for you. I, I, I don't know exactly the strategy on hockey. So, Wince, what are you saying is you're going to ask the questions, I'm going to answer them, and that it? That's it? It is, yeah. You are the mastermind of sports in this city. All right, let's go for it. I would say, does one superstar on a hockey team make a championship team? Absolutely not. No friggin' way. 
I would say that if you look back at the teams from the past, me being in over 50, I would say like the Montreal Canadiens in the 70s, they had a hodgepodge of players that won. They had great players all around the scope. Wentz, what do you got? Do you think Pittsburgh would be a successful team without Crosby? Absolutely not. Pittsburgh has never been a great team without a superstar. The superstar Mario Lemieux led the team. There's a few other players on that team, but no one really. It was Mario Lemieux passing around to other players, making them look great. And, and, and what about in the times of Gretzky? Now that's a different story because the Edmonton Oilers had many superstars. They had Paul Coffey. How you doing? We got sushi and kimchi, and we're doing a podcast live too. So you're gonna have to serve yourself. <laughs> but, oh, I don't have any kimchi up there. Hey, geez, I gotta put up some kimchi here. Wonderful. We have a nice little bowl here with chopsticks, and I fill up the kimchi, and people s test it out. Now this kimchi is kind of neat. It's like a fresh kimchi. There's carrots, napa cabbage, garlic, ginger, sesame seeds, apples, and honey all in it. It's a great flavor. You can mix it in with all kinds of things, but mostly we just have it on rice. I'm just filling up that as people walk by. You know, I got to sell. I got to talk about my passions about sports and stuff as well. And here we go. We're going back to superstar teams. Sidney Crosby is an all-round player, so he can't hold. Pittsburgh will no way win any championships without Sidney Crosby. But what as I was saying before is that get your kimchi, get your kimchi. We got sushi here. No, I'm not speaking in the microphone for you. It's for a podcast we're doing. Market lifestyle here. Montreal Canadiens had great key players back in the 70s when they won five Stanley Cups in a row. They had Guy Lafleur and they had a great goalie, Ken Dryden. So basic minimal, you need an outstanding goalie and an outstanding goal scorer with a lot of role players along the sides. But if teams that win like the Islanders, they had Mike Bossy, they had Clark Gillies, they had Billy Smith and Nets, all kinds of great factors that went into those successful teams. But the Oilers, as I was getting back to the Oilers, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Yerry Curry, Grant Fuhr was okay in Nets. How are you doing today? Would you like some sushi for lunch? You have all kinds here. It's vegetarian, California roll. I'm not speaking in the mic for you. We're doing a podcast live. It's a spontaneous kind of thing. Enjoy your day. And so, the, yeah, so the Oilers had a great bunch of players. Great bunch of players. And we're going to just take a little break. We're going to cut back to this. We have a few things to do right now. I'll be back in a sec. We are back. We had a few things going on here. But you know, Malcolm Gladwell is a great writer and he has a great podcast out there. How are you doing today? Very good, very good. Would you like some sushi today? We have California roll, vegetarian, and we have the Japanese style, which is very classic with the egg in there. Yeah. That is shiracha, shiracha on top. Yes. Thank you. We are back again. Boy, is it getting busy here at the market. Just selling some wonderful hoochal art. All different types of colors here with my friend Vince. Uh, tell me about the hoochal art. Let's talk about one. Like, go and describe it in colors and visuals 
because we're on audio. Yeah, this is art made in Mexico. It's all beadwork. It's handmade. Uh, it's very colorful. Uh, it's all kind of patterns. And yeah, it's an amazing work of art. And yeah, anytime you are here in Allender Landing, you should come and stop by and say hello. And yeah, so it us. Uh, Wentz, tell me about this skull thing. What's the story about that? The Day of the Dead or what? It has all nif wicked kinds of beads. Yellow, black, purple, red. It's beautiful with a skull. Day of the Dead-ish, wouldn't you say? Yeah, Day of the Dead is November the 1st and the 2nd. And yeah, we have the sugar skull made out of uh, clay, wax, and beads. And with all kind of symbolism inside of the skulls, like scorpions, deers, flowers, cactus, stars, fire. Yeah, it's kind of a very uh, vibrant art. Now, I have a question, like, on Day of the Dead Day, do people say, Happy Day of the Dead Day? No. Or is it, Happy Day of the Dead Day? Sorry to hear about your grandparents and ancestors dying from way back when. No, we, we don't say happy. We say enjoy the Day of the Dead and enjoy the, the whole celebration. But we, we wouldn't say happy Day of the Dead. So one of the, my favorite movies with Albert Finney way back when, Under the Volcano. Do you know that movie? Under the volcano, it goes takes part on Day of the Dead Day, and he's wandering around aimlessly, drunk in Mexico. But hey, how you doing? Hey, we're hey, we got our we got our man Dave, who's a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Uh, happy Day of the Dead Day. How are you today? It's Washington fan. Are you? Have you switched over to the Washington Capitals? They dominated last night, Dave. I guess they did. Ovechkin's my brother. Ovechkin is your half brother. You have the same kind of teeth. <laughs> that was a good one, eh? Okay, get lost, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, the Hoochal art here is a wonderful thing with the skeletals. So we're just finishing up our podcast here. Our message today was the Malcolm Gladwell statement that basketball teams only need one superstar and some role players to survive. It's changing, I think. I don't think LeBron's gonna be able to do it this year. If he is, he's gonna to have to go on intervenous at the end of these playoff seasons because he is overworked already as it is. Have a great day. Welcome back. We're looking forward to next week. And if you want a superstar team, you just get as many good players as possible, but it's all about defense, defense, defense. Go Celtics. Go Celtics. That's it. Oh my god, my phone's not working. I didn't need my password. I got a thumb. There it is. We're good. <laughs>